family, the bedrock of society, an important influence to children that helps shape in their perspective of life as they grow up. It helps in building their confidence, shaping their beliefs, values, and more importantly, helps them to become what God has ordained them to be. The dynamics of the family circle cannot be overemphasized. It plays a key role in our social interactions as adults and as children. And because of its domino effect in our lives, we need to pay attention to it and be heavily invested in building a healthy, strong family with the goal of raising better children, building healthy relationships between spouses, but more importantly, in building a better society across all nations. Get ready to explore and learn with Pastor Fumi Alawale on the subject of family dynamics and its impact in our lives. Hello, good, good day. How are you? And how has your week been? I hope you are having a fantastic time with God. Um, we started last week on barriers to great sex and how we can tackle them. Um, so we look at three points last week. Um, the first one is lack of understanding of God's intention for marriage, not knowing what God says about sex in marriage. And the second one we dealt with is lack of understanding of your spouse's sexual drive. And so if we don't understand how God made your wife or made your husband, there will be tension because what you expect your wife to respond the way you will respond. And also we, we looked at unrealistic ideas of sex, what we see in movies, what we see in magazines, what we see on the TV, um, that does not depict real life experiences. And so we need to know all this so that we can help ourselves as it relates to um, barriers to great sex and how we can enjoy what God has given to us as couples in our marriages. So today we're going to continue and we see how far God will help us. Uh, shall we just pray before we go on? Our Father and our God, we thank you. We worship and we adore you. Thank you for this opportunity to learn at your feet. We just pray, oh God, that your spirit will teach us and grant us the grace to be obedient to your word in the name of Jesus. Let our homes be what you desire it to be. Let us as husbands and wife fulfill our wife as, as your desire in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lord, we thank you because you're going to help us and we will glorify you in our homes. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. So, we, I'm going to quickly read 1 Corinthians 7 uh, again so that we know where we are coming from. Um, and the, the, the title of that page is Principles of Marriage. It's like, now concerning the things I wrote, the things of which you wrote to me, it is good for a man not to touch a woman. Nevertheless, because of sexual immorality, let each man have his own wife, and let each woman her own husband. Let the woman render, let the husband render to his wife the affection due her, and likewise also the wife to her husband. I will read the next verse because I, I, I'm not reading too much. Uh, I don't want to read many verse, verses, 
so that we can go on. The wife does not have authority over her own body, but the husband does. And likewise, the husband does not have authority over his own body, but the wife does. And Bible says, do not deprive one another, except with consent for a time, that you may give yourself to fasting and praying and come together again, so that Satan does not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. Praise God for those verses. I believe that we've established enough to, to, to make us know that sex was given to us as a gift in marriage by God. So it's what God has made and there is a purpose for it. And if it's causing problem and it's affecting so many homes, then there must be reasons for it. And that's why we're looking at barriers to great sex in marriage. Um, so we'll continue where we stopped last week. Uh, the next thing I'm going to be looking at is look after your body. Do not destroy your body. Um, and a lot of time as husband and wife, the tendency is to overlook our body. It's important we pay attention to grooming and hygiene issues. Most of the time when you get married, okay, when before you get married, when you're in a relationship or looking for somebody to marry, you do everything possible to keep yourself looking good, dress well, have your hygiene sorted and all that and all that. But it gets to a point in marriage, we take ourselves for granted. We say, who is looking at me? You just dress shabbily in the house. It's only when you're going out that you dress and look good. So in the house, you're not looking good for your husband or the husband is not looking good for the wife. The husband leaves the house and meets fine girls in the office. But the, the picture of the wife he left at home is shabbily dressed wife. So this is why it is important that we look after ourselves. Uh, don't think, oh, I've got my spouse. There's nowhere he's going. He's a Christian. That is the lie of the devil. He's a Christian. He's, he doesn't, he's not supposed to go anywhere, but the devil can tempt anybody. So do everything possible to fireproof your marriage so that you don't end up the way you, you, you don't desire. So, uh, we have to look after ourselves. You need to keep dating yourself. You need to impress him by taking care of your body. So, so important. When we look at separation, divorce, or involvement in extramarital affair, it affects both parties terribly, especially also the children. Everybody is affected in the family. So you don't want to go that route. We need to do what is important to ensure that we take care of our appearance is important, our weight. Um, even though we, a woman will be pregnant and has some weight, but we can still control it so that we don't just leave it and say, oh, I've just had babies. There are exercises we can do to keep our tummy down, to, to reduce the weight. And physical well-being is even good. It's part of what we, you, it helps your, it gives you energy, meant helps your mental health as well when you are physically able but when at 40 you are dragging your feet it doesn't bring glory to God himself so we need to look after ourselves also there must be a commitment to hard work you need to continue to cut your spouse no, it's not just for during the courtship continue to cut each other you need to take each other out buy gifts for one another go date keep dating each other Keep maintaining your physical appearance. 
I have a friend that anytime you get to her house, whether she's sitting down watching telly or cooking in the kitchen, she's cutely dressed. You want to get to her house, we need to go out without informing her. She doesn't need to go to her room to change. She's ready. And I think that is a good thing to invite. Not just uh, you wake up, okay, I'm not going to work today. Your wrapper your is, is on top of your chest. Nothing, you've not had a shower. Sometimes you just wear your pajamas that is old, 20-year-old pajamas. You just walk around the house. Please, let's, let's change this and look after our parents. Don't dress shabbily. Even if you are not going to work, dress well. Dress for your husband. Dress for your wife. Um, you cannot keep your sexual life in, in shape if you don't keep your body in shape. So, so important. We need to do that. First Corinthians 6, 19 says, do you, do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, which is in you, whom you have from God? And you can imagine Jesus Christ, when he was being crucified, his clothes were being shared. That means they're not just tattered clothes. They're not just rubbish things. If they want to share his clothes, it must be that they are solid ones. So let's, let's look after ourselves. And as a Christian, remember your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. No matter the agenda of God for your life, no matter the great anointing upon your life, if your body is not kept in shape, it's a matter of time. You know, we need to work on our body so that we can do the right thing and live long to fulfill the purpose that God has given unto us. Eat properly, avoid junks, uh, do workouts. If you can go to the gym, fine. If you can't do walking, few steps, maybe 10,000 steps per day. That is very, very good. Romans 12 1 says to offer your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. So when you take care of your body, which is the temple of the Holy Spirit in you, we are expressing our love to God and love to our spouse. So it's important. The next thing we'll be looking at is instead of making excuses, make love. You know, don't make excuses, make love instead. When uh, the scripture we read at the beginning, 1 Corinthians 7 verse 5, say we should not deprive each other. When we do, is a way, when you, as a woman, you keep refusing, saying no to your husband. You know, you may say, I'm tired. Um, that's all you think about. Uh, this is common with us as wives. It's, it's not what we are supposed to be doing. And I've, I've done this before in my life, but God helped me. Where, and I did it because I was, I was just not enjoying sex. And when I know that it's affecting my husband, it affects their mental, you know, it affects them mentally, it affects them emotionally. It makes them look down on themselves. Maybe they're not man enough. But what I did that helped me was to, I read books. I started reading books about sex, um, intended for pleasure. I read some other books and I discovered that it's not actually that I, I can't enjoy it. It's just that my husband is not doing the necessary things. So I just booked three days holiday. I booked an hotel. I didn't know. I knew it was not on call that weekend. And I said, darling, we are going somewhere. And at that time, we had, we had people living with us. And I, I took him away until we got to the hotel. I didn't know where we were going. And we got there. I took two books there. I said, you read this. Why I read this after dinner? And he now saw where he was missing it. And he discovered that uh, actually it's not your fault, it's me. 
And from that moment, God really helped us to, to, to start enjoying sex. And the rest is history. So we need to work on our marriage um, because we cannot just give excuse for, for making love. Negative responses to your spouse. Uh, when he's making advances on you, you are constantly turning him down. You are communicating that something is wrong with him or her. So you're with his desires, with his need, or you say, oh, your needs are not important to me. They're not legitimate. You can do, you're a Christian, you can do without it. And that's not the way God made it. Most of the time, it's embarrassing and it's defeating for it's being uh, vulnerable to be reject, rejected. When you keep rejecting a man or you keep rejecting your wife, uh, when they ask for sex, you are being vulnerable to your spouse and it's not good enough. So it offers fellowship with God. It affects our fellowship with God as well when you're not doing the right thing because it becomes a sin. You are denying yourself. You know God is not happy. So when you pray, um, sin normally will affect your fellowship with God. And if if you don't realize that this is what is happening, marriage relationship is a reflection of Christ's relationship with the church. So we need to help one another. Another key thing when you keep rejecting your husband is you are inviting item temptation for both you and your spouse. I remember a, a, a friend of mine who told me that, you know, the wife came, called me and said, I think my husband is having an affair. And I said, wow, how did you know that? And she explained a few things to me. So I called the man. I said, can you come? And he came. And I said, what's going on? Are you having an affair? He said, no, and yes. I said, okay, what do you mean by yes? He said, I'm not having a physical affair, but I'm having an emotional one. Apparently, the wife has been dressing shabbily. She doesn't respond to him. So it was affecting him at work to the point that he gets to work. Her colleagues at work are asking, are you okay? This is not you. What's the problem? Then the particular lady kept asking him every day. And she became a shoulder on which he can lean on. And then they keep talking. They keep talking. And the devil planned it in such a way that they had to go for for work business together and they were in the same hotel not the same room but they were always together when the woman calls uh, the man the, the girl is there in his room even though physical thing did not happen but I'm, I'm sure emotionally he said he was attached to her so we need to be careful um the enemy is waiting for our unguided hour and he will use this to draw our partner to look elsewhere for sexual gratification. So nothing justifies a partner sexually acting outside of marriage. There's nothing that justice justifies it. But we need to be aware that the body, uh, anybody can be tempted and the body is not a stone. So let's do our own bit as husband and wife. Make sure you, you give the necessary thing that is required to the husband or to your wife, as the case may be. As First Corinthians 7 said, we should stop depriving each other, except by agreement for a time. So it's, it's not just what is going on for you, for month upon month, for a time. Because, okay, I want to fast for seven days. He knows that it's seven days. After seven days, something will happen. 
But when you are doing it daily and he knows that there is no end to it, we need to know that the man or the woman may be affected. So apart from certain medical problems that may affect us sexually, there is no reason to deny ourselves. And if there is any medical issue, maybe pain while having sexual intercourse, you need to go and see your doctor so that something can be done. And the Bible says, come together again so that Satan does not tempt you. So Satan can tempt anyone. And so we need to be very, very careful. If you have to say no at all to your husband or to your wife, say it with appointment. Say, you know what? I'm tired tonight, tomorrow morning when we wake up. So he knows that it's just for a few hours and he will be looking forward to it. You know, tiredness is a mental, is a mental thing. When you prepare yourself mentally, your body will follow, ment with, follow the mental com commitment. So we need to prepare ourselves. And as man, it takes two to tango, you know. For great sex, both of your needs, both of you needs to be involved. It's not just the man alone, but the two of you. Play with each other. Do all that is necessary to arouse each other mentally and physically. But be careful what the Bible says. You need to do your own bit. And I've suggested some few times that we can read book on romancing your wife or romancing your husband. Another point we can look at is don't let your kids block marital intimacy. A lot of time, as women especially, we use our children as an excuse not to have sex. Oh, uh, we can't do it now. Let the children go to bed. And the children are not going to bed. Or even when you, when the children are in their room, so they will hear what we're doing. Da, 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 da. Or they can come in anytime. I, I always advise new couples. Because like, for example, in England, the only door that has, the, the, there are only two doors that have keys in the house. The one that you enter through and the one that you can go into the back garden through. Every other door is, is, has no key. So, but when you get a house, either you're renting or you're buying it, make it a duty to put a lock. You can change the lock. You will buy it yourself and pay for it. So when you are in your room, there is privacy. When the woman knows that there is privacy, a child cannot just walk in. She'll be able to relax and she'll be able to enjoy the time. So make your family spouse-centric. Uh, spouse so it's true that the children are a gift from God. But we need to do whatever it takes not to allow them to affect our intimacy in marriage. Don't use children as an excuse. If you know that, set a, a, a time for them to go to bed. They don't have to just be roaming about watching movie. Let them, maybe 8 o'clock, you're in bed. So you have at least two hours to talk to each other, to play with each other, to enjoy your time together, and that builds intimacy the more both physical and mental or, or sexual intimacy. So make marital intimacy a priority in your home. So, so important. From their 10th age, let them sleep in, in their room. Don't say, oh, he's a one-month child or two-month-old child, and then the baby sleeps between you and your husband. Or is they are young children. No, it's not allowed. It's not allowed. Make, let them learn that this is your room. And this is where you need to sleep. So, and uh, if we, if we do that as early as possible enough, 
you will see that they stay in their room. It's only baby, baby, that when they're sick or they're not very well, that you can, okay, come, let, so that we can put an eye on you. So women, most especially, we will pour all our love on our children. These are my children. These are my life. This is why I'm here. Hey, your husband is more important than that because the children are not supposed to take the place of your husband. So most of the time you start having children, your husband feels neglected and he's not happy. And if nothing is done to curtail this, it's a matter of time. It will bridge a wide gap between the husband and the wife to the point that by the time the children have left the house, there is no intimacy and you can't just start building after maybe 25 years of marriage. So this is the time to breed it. Those kids that you are pouring everything on, they will one day leave the house. I remember when my last son left the house. It was just the two of us. We had to talk to each other. Let's be friends, serious friends now, you know. So we don't need to allow them to take the place of her husband. Because one day, one day, you will be back to how you started. And it's, it's a matter of time. And once they leave the house to the university, you will be begging them to come and do holidays because they may be working somewhere. They may get a job outside of where you live and they may not have the time to come. So befriend yourself and let God help you to keep loving, keep dating, keep cutting one another. And another thing I want to talk about, have regular and enforced bedtimes for the children. It's good for the children. It's good for them. They will be awake the next day and they will be able to face the day because they have slept enough. But if you don't put this in, in control and they can sleep anywhere, anytime they want, oh, mommy, I love to watch this, and you, you can't say no. You need to put your feet down and say, no, it's bedtime, and it will be, they will follow it if they know that you're not playing. So, um, just like I said, privacy is key during your romantic hours. Make it, it keep, uh, somebody was saying kids, the, the full meaning of kids, K-I-D-S, is keeping intimacy at a success, uh, at a distance successfully. That's what kids can do. So don't allow that. So please do all that is possible to stop, uh, your children from, from stopping your intimacy with your husband and you will get a good reward for it. Another thing we need to look at is you need to learn to take a break. A lot of time we work, work, work. We don't look after ourselves. You need to take a break, even if it is one or two nights, just the two of you together. Go out somewhere. It's, it's not until you go outside of your country. You can look for a cheap hotel or look for a cheap place, uh, bread and breakfast. If you don't have, if money is the issue, you can do that. And if money is the issue, you don't have where to put your children, ask family members or family friends that, that you trust that can look after your children while you go away with yourself for just two days or even more, depending on what is possible so that you can, you know, fan the flame of romance in your relationship. And uh, I, I believe that this will go a long way to help us. Another important thing I need to talk about and is the fact that as people, especially women, we should not share, don't share your sexual uh, life. What happens in your bedroom with friends, not at work, 
not with your friends, not even with your sister or brother. Don't share it because uh, you can't do that with just anyone. Instead of sharing that, okay, I'm not enjoying sex or this or that, talk it over with your, with your husband. Have sex talk with your spouse. So, so important. Share your likes, your dislikes, your wants and desire, the problems and your needs. You know, when you do that, when you, when you don't put things under carpets, I, I don't, I don't even know what to do. When you don't put it under carpets, you can go, that will go a long way to help you. So you can talk with a trusted Christian counselor or a pastoral counselor. That is where it stops. It's not something you talk about all over the place. At work, the people are talking about what their husband, how good their husband is. Say, ah, my own is something else. No, it's against God when you do that. You may have to read books like we did and read it, discuss it. It may be one chapter or the other or read it together. Whatever helps you, it's important you can do it. And the greatest part of sex is communication. Communicate plus, plus, plus about everything sex inclusive. So if you just talk to anyone, you take away the trust that you have for each other. Maybe you talk about your husband to friends and one day or the other, somebody will say something and he will hear about it. It affects trust. And once trust is broken, it's the relationship will be is broken already. It's a matter of time. And so it may also help to fan the flames of adultery when you keep talking about your husband because some of your friends that are looking at him, they want him. And because you are saying this, they know he's not happy, then... They, they will look for a way to get close to him. So let's be careful. And I believe that God will help us and perfect our home and help us in enjoying the gift that God has given to our sex. God bless you. Have a great day. Bye.